You guys just did a million in one month, built a million in one month. Big roofs only. How real is that? Talk to me. Like, are you guys really, really that focused? You're not going to take a small roof? We, we will, if it makes sense. But for the most part, as far as our lead generation, our focus, outbound focus is big roofs. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Butter Leads Podcast. And today I have the pleasure of having on Jeff Akhtaroff and Ryan Tucker from Fraser Roofing. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing awesome. good. And uh, we're talking about selling as a team because you guys have kind of an unusual situation. Um, you guys go out together. One of you is like kind of like high energy uh, extrovert, and one of you is like I don't know the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that could be that could be part of it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so talk to me about why the dynamic works and what you guys have been doing. Why and also like this is a big moment for you guys. You guys just did a million in one month. Built a million in one month. Not not yes, sold sir. a million in one month. Built a million in one month. So talk to me about like how the team plays into that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, well, let's start with how the team formed. Um, yeah. Jeff and I are both uh, COVID transplants, so we both have a background in hospitality, um, specifically ultra-luxury hospitality. So I came out of hotels and Jeff's out of restaurants. Um, and with COVID, everything kind of shutting down, we were needing to look and find new careers, new industries uh, to invest in. And um, the uh, Jeff actually started with roofing a little bit before I did, and he was telling me all about it. And I really like the aspects of being outside controlling schedule that kind of stuff the flexibility that that was the initial interest in it for sure and we found that kind of teaming up we were able to affect the deals that we were capable of doing a little bit more a little quicker meaning like we could just subsidize each other's knowledge you know starting out mm -hmm. very green not knowing much about uh roofing and construction in general so it was initially an opportunity for us to get get the motor running faster basically mm -hmm. well but what it's evolved into um i think and jeff can probably speak on this more too but what it's evolved into is um a really synergistic partnership um where we've since we as we've gotten to know each other over the last few years in working styles um we know how to fill each other fill each other the gaps that we might have the blind spots and what have you um, and really just all working to, to serve the customer in the end. Speaking of filling each other, <laughs> you're, you're not, so you guys are not actual brothers. You said you're bros for big That's groups right. only. And you said yep. that is not like an, uh, like an underhanded way to say gay lovers. Is that correct? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I mean, not that, not that there's anything wrong with that. We're not talking smack. It's just, it's good for clarity. Yeah. Yeah, just in yep. the whole situation. Yep. And uh, uh, but we got we got the three T's of that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about team. We're going to talk about targeting, and we're going to talk about integrity. We just really wanted <laughs> to work in another T. That's right. Uh, so, but integrity. All right. So um, the team piece. Let's dive a little bit more into that. Big roofs only. How real is that? Talk to me. Like, are you guys really, really that focused? You're not going to take a small roof, or what is the deal on that? We we will. Um, yeah. If it's if it makes sense, but for the most part, as far as our lead generation, our focus, 
outbound focus is big roofs, big roofs and full neighborhoods of big roofs. Yeah, 50 That's squares well. or more. Yep. And so, then because well, so, we got two mouths to feed, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> the team piece of it, that like I love that you guys came from like the luxury stuff because I so back in the day I was a um, valet and I honestly think that that helped me a lot in just service. And business yes. and stuff like that. Like we weren't allowed to say like no problem. We had to say like my pleasure or whatever. And all yes, the sir. service stuff that you have, if you bring that into roofing in comparison, dude, I see some crazy stuff in these Facebook groups with people like saying like, just tell the customer how it is. And you got to just, you got to lay down the law. It's like, dude, well, yeah, if you're shrinking, if you want to shrink or if you want right. to stay the same, if you want to be a $2 million roofer for the rest of your life, then great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just tell them how it is and move on. But if you want high-end customers. Yep. You've got to you, bridge that gap. Yeah. What have yeah, you, you found that they want? I mean, <clears throat> high-end customers, they, they want transparency and they want to know that the contractor of their choice is going to do what they say. So having two of us, it, it allows us to be able to work work a homeowner differently than one-on-one -on -one where it's pure BS coming out of a salesman's mouth with two of us. It just adds the integrity. Uh, it's bolstered BS. Yeah, it's bolstered <laughs> BS. And it allows us to really build the rapport with the homeowner because we have two brains working at the same time, talking Ooh. with the homeowner. Uh, I use a lot of personality more so than Ryan. Ryan uses more of the tech, you know, the, tech aspects of the jobs and processes. Ryan's the guy that can fix anything when it breaks. I mm. cook, so I do not have that, you know, luxury to be like, yeah, broke, I'll be there to fix it. Ryan's kind of the fix it guy. Um, and it, do you, guys, um, do you guys sit on jobs when they're, they're happening? Like I know that, yes. you know, we were talking about, that project management side of all this, how much do you guys see yourselves as that? And how much do you free up time to go to sell other stuff? Like, where is that line? So by, by camping out at your, the build of the day, it allows all of the neighbors in these luxury neighborhoods to be able to see one, the branded Frazier truck sitting there constantly. There's two of us. Mm -hmm. We we, we live in different parts of South Carolina, so we're coming in. So we have two trucks that are sitting there. We have a site manager. We do introductions. We do everything the right way in that you guys aspect. Have a, you do have a different site manager besides you. Yes. Yeah. So if, and then so, but this goes into that targeting, that second T, team targeting integrity. Uh, and targeting, like, you guys are really all about a specific neighborhood. When you're on a specific neighborhood, you're owning it. Yeah, we go pretty deep on the the reconnaissance side of things. So mm. um, we'll pull up the whatever your preferred uh, hail map is and then pull up Zillow, for example. Go well, what through... is your preferred hail map? Like, I'm just curious. We like hail recon. Yeah, okay. so just okay. for us. Mostly because of, uh, we've already learned it and it's, you know. It works. It does all the things that we need, and we don't have to learn a new system. So, we not talk specifics on this podcast. This is all that, like people all right, fair are probably roofing nerds. So, you're allowed all to right. say whatever. All right. Good, 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 good to know. But yeah, so we'll dig in, look at the, uh, the, the hail swath, 
and what we look for basically is uh, blue circles, blue yeah. squares. Pools. I want to see pools in backyards. And then <laughs> we see a neighborhood that has a good number of pools. We can assume those are attached to big roofs. We get in the neighborhood. The things that we want to see in the neighborhood are a community pool in addition because our community pool or tennis court or something that brings the, uh, the homeowners together. Mm. And the last, the last piece is sidewalks. So Rilla allows you to listen to uh, Tanir. It's an AI in your pocket. Listen yeah. to the appointment. It's pretty crazy what I can do. It gives a script. It gives everything they said. It breaks down some statistics for you. Analyze talk ratio, interactivity, like how you and I are interacting back and forth. Uh, long as modeling, like all those things. Honestly, this is the shit that I most believe in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Enhancing the You're about to put math yeah. and data around something that used to be my magic skill. It, the neighborhood has to have sidewalks and at that point that's a home run neighborhood so now we start counting roofs pull a couple of roofers find out the size we know what the average square pays uh, from insurance in our neighborhood or in in our area so then we count roofs and listen that's a that's a 2.3 million dollar neighborhood we know for a fact that that we've got what it takes to eat over half of that neighborhood so is this a prime target where does this fall in our targeting um, and, and at that point, then we start canvassing, door knocking, and, and ramping up in the neighborhood. Wow. We also, I we love also, that method. That's good. also like to look for the gated communities. Most, especially during the school year, most gated communities keep their gates open in the morning to allow the in and out traffic. I was about to say, around five. Guys with those kind of beards come into those gated oh, yeah. community, communities? Oh, okay. Well, it's a calling card. Once they see us once and, and meet us and realize we're nice, oh, yeah, the bearded guys are fine. The bearded guys. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so a gated oh. community. Okay, and then do you ever, like, you you target one and you go in and you just – don't feel it or something doesn't go right and you you get out like how how quick do oh, you yeah. like make that decision how often do you make that decision we got to build first yeah we got we're going to build if we're going to target we're going to build one roof in there and then response so there's there's we've also noticed there's the, these little break breakthrough points in this process of trying to like we say eat the entire neighborhood do you know be their yeah. preferred roofer if you get one you're going to get two because you're going to get one of the six pack, you know, in or one of the surrounding neighbors. Yeah. The next hurdle after that is so basically we try to plant those onesies in in a couple of areas of the neighborhood. If we get one here, then we want to get one on the other side of the neighborhood and one on the other side of the neighborhood. So like, we're kind of blanking. Logistics. Does that mean they get a deal? Like, does that mean you're kind of going no. a little lower price or like why? No. When you say you're trying to plant some, how are you planting? So how are you making sure you they, get into a few good spots? door knocking think about so customers gaining customers you can look at it like the tech guys do a really good job with it they know that their early adopters are 17 percent of the customer pool so we assume the same for roofing meaning that i know that there are folks in the neighborhood that are willing to use us based on our reputation alone we just got to find those guys so, so we find those do, customers do you do precise door knocking or are you saying you canvas the whole thing and you get three and then go or you stop? You only yeah. do a little couple areas and then you so wait. Say we get say we get one over here. Now we focus our door knocking on the other side of the neighborhood until we get one there. And then we focus our door knocking on the other side of the neighborhood until we get one oh. there. But then we then, stop knocking. Then we stop knocking. Until we start building. Yep. Builds go on. Then we knock around mm -hmm. the specific builds. 
And there's something that happens at, after the sixth or seventh roof that you do in a neighborhood. At that point, you're being considered the preferred neighbor. You've got the homeowners on their Facebook page, you know, talking about their experience and really suggesting and referring you to, to others. But mm -hmm. again, you know, folks, maybe somebody only walks just their block and they only know their neighbors. So that's why we also try to spread out those initial roofs that we get in a neighborhood around mm -hmm. it. Wow. Okay. That was a lot of value right there. I really, really appreciate that. Um, anything else that you do related to being present on the build? Because I know that that's part of the targeting is being present on the build. What else are you doing in those moments that you feel like is a little bit different or above and beyond? I mean, so, I mean, there's a couple ways from a psychology standpoint where you can literally put your truck right in front of somebody's house. So if you see a hundred square monster roof and you're doing a 60 square roof being built, position the truck sitting right in front of their house. Don't we're, we're smokers. So we then don't smoke in our truck because they've got, you know, ring doorbell in high end communities. That's a turnoff, yeah. you know, yeah. things along those, you know, the things that you wouldn't do in a, in a fine dining restaurant, you apply yes. the, the same method, make sure yeah. the truck is clean, make sure it's nice and shiny, make sure, you know, all of the little things that attract the eyes. And mm. if you're sitting in front of a ring doorbell, they then see that you were present for a majority of that day. If we got to run in and out, you know, bathroom breaks, lunch breaks, things along those lines, mm -hmm. you come right back and you park right back in the same spot that you were, mm -hmm. get out of your truck. Even if you're not really project managing it, walk around your builds, stand mm -hmm. out there, hold some trash in your hand, you know, yada, yada, yada. Any other like job site branding things that you guys do, like signs, catch-alls, like anything else that you guys do? sign we'll put a sign out and then we've got some little door hangers that are it, one side says pardon our mess and the other side's an invitation for inspection okay yeah so early first thing in the morning putting out the pardon our mess signs and all of the attached yards um that way they know how to get a hold of us if trash blows into their yard or what have you um but more than anything just letting them know who's doing the work touching again yeah but, sweet yeah but yeah, right. I think to, to Jeff's yeah. point, just being hospitable, being approachable, you know, being present. Talking to everybody that walks by the build, yep. you know, at least, yeah. at least a hi, how are you doing? Good morning. You know, hope you're doing well. If they've got dogs, we're dog people, yep. you know, playing with, playing with the dog with a homeowner mm -hmm. opens up conversation very easily, yep. at least for us, um, you know, rubbing a golden retriever's head. <laughs> Jeff just, he, we literally just left the house that had a golden retriever and he's still in love with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> you think about i guess sometimes this the hunting versus gardening it feels a little bit more like gardening almost you know what i mean like it, your guys are gardening the sure. area yeah and it's kind of crazy because like okay these guys aren't sorry i'm talking to the audience for a second these guys aren't lazy right they're just they're they're on it they're with the the build and then you're kind of you're I think the other thing is sometimes it's hard to stay in that good attitude because you guys, I can uh -huh. tell you guys probably make it kind of fun and entertaining and vibey as people are, you're being cool. You know, you're being cool around the yep. build. And like, it's, it's that it's not just sitting on the build, like sitting right. on your build, it's sitting on your build and being gregarious and being friendly and being whatever. I just I, think that I that's like, yeah. 
RoofCon's amazing. Getting to see all the speakers like Nick and Eric and especially Tim Tebow. Very exciting and eye-opening. Amazing speakers and great knowledge. Keep it up. First RoofCon, been following Hunter and the Revolt Clan for quite some time. And it's definitely been a lot more than what we expected. RoofCon 2023 returns to Orlando, Florida, November 9th through the 11th. Get your tickets at RoofCon.com. I don't really call it the gardening aspect. I, yeah. I, I get that in the sales world, people look at it where you're either hunt, hunters or farmers. Yeah. I think of it more like I'm standing out there with ears of corn, breaking it off and throwing corn in the yard ah, and putting the, them in the and sniping them. And it's just easier oh, to shoot good. all the deer in one spot. Yep. That's beautiful. That's really good. And I think that that's a good, I, I think, and just to think about that for a second, like I do think some people like have that need to just be doing busy work though. Like they have right. to be yeah. knocking everything. Like if they're right. not knocking everything, then they're they, like, they might think of themselves as lazy, right? As we elevate, right. as we become better at our job, maybe chilling and like throwing those ears of corn, as you say, like is a better use of our time, even though it might feel like you're kind of sedentary. Yeah. So how do you you're fight that feeling a little bit? So the way we looked at it is getting into it. Uh, since 2020, we've dominated a handful of neighborhoods, meaning the, in 2020, our first experience was, and it's, it was sort of where we learned a majority of everything. Mm -hmm was it was a nice community it was average homes about 47 to 60 square roofs there was 50 57 homes in there 63 we did 57. oh that's sorry 63 homes we ended up in the end of all of it we did. <laughs> we did 57 homes in that community yeah. and we Crazy. did that where we tried coming out of the shoot where we wanted to knock every single door in the neighborhood in the community you know let's get everybody in acculinks Let's call them ours, you know, place that ownership on them. Like we're going to do all of these and it overwhelmed the system where now you've got, you know, you have 45 contacts in your ledger yep. that you're trying to call on and close. You're going to miss some stuff. So we kind of revamped that system and we started looking at it like he was saying of three points of contact within the neighborhood and we would start working those and organically move down the streets until we then, you know, conquered and ate pretty much yeah. everything on the street. So we did, we started that with the 63 home community in 2020. Yeah. Um, and then end of 2021 going into 2022, we went to a new neighborhood that had about 200 homes in it, mixed age, you know, built from 2004 to, uh, Oh, nine, you know, before the real estate shutdown kind of happened. And then, you know, there's some newer national brand homes that go around the perimeter of the neighborhood. So 200 homes were total in there and we've eaten so far, what, 134 homes in a year in that neighborhood organically by yeah. being present, walking up and down the streets. Our truck is in there every single day. Once they see you a million times driving through that neighborhood, all of the homeowners then start looking around going, well, shit, there's something wrong with our roof because uh, these two guys are in our neighborhood five days a week. Yep. And so we do that. And then we say, okay, we only have the ability as a two man team to do that for three different communities. Yep. So we don't, Call it a star route, call it whatever you want, but we have five points of interest on our day-to-day -day basis of communities that we work in that we try to stay in to where what we see, 
even some of the top guys within Frazier, they kill themselves on windshield time. They're driving right. all over the place, all over Atlanta, all over Greenville, South Carolina. And they're wasting 80% of their time by driving and chasing and doing the actual hunt. Yep. So that's where I roll it back and say, we are hunting. We're just baiting our yeah. baiting what, what we're going to prey upon. Yeah. And then we smoke everybody in our area. I mean, I don't think there's really any other guys that we meet, you know, restaurants, things along those lines. When they see we got Fraser on or the truck, how's your year going? Oh, great. How much have y'all built during this storm? Oh, we're at 4.2 million year to date. Huh? Mm-hmm. And because in South Carolina, your average roofer does about $600,000 in a year. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't pay as great as, you know, Minnesota and Colorado and spots like that. So everybody's blown away. And then when people ask, they just kind of nod their head and, you know, that doesn't seem like that would work, but proof's been in the pudding for us that it works wonderfully. Yep. And let's, and, let's talk about, yeah, go ahead. Excuse me. I was going to say just back to that, the, the star, <clears throat> the star route is Jeff and I both also have a pretty healthy understanding from previous careers of busy idiot as well. And it's like, just being busy does not equal being productive. Like what closes the deals, what gets you in front of more homeowners it, that you can actually affect, you know, a deal with. And the podcast is put on by hookagency.com, hook agency all over social. And I uh, really appreciate you guys being on. If you're watching this, like, comment, subscribe, all the things, and uh, see you next time. <music>